This episode of the Retro Network Time Machine is brought to you by Retro Days, a fun online community at retro-daze.org and the Retro Days YouTube channel featuring the RD's Retro Detention series. Click the links in today's show notes to connect now. And by HalloweenCostumes.com, the biggest and best selection of Halloween costumes, accessories, and decorations online. The biggest selection means over 10,000 costumes from your favorite pop culture properties in comics, video games, movies, television, and more. The best selection means costumes to fit anyone. Kids, parents, couples, groups, plus size, and even sexy costumes. And of course, HalloweenCostumes.com has the best retro costume selection, including Optimus Prime and Bumblebee transforming costumes in adult and kid sizes. Disney, Ghostbusters, Cobra Kai, Back to the Future, Teen Wolf, ALF, Beetlejuice, The Smurfs, and more, including over 3,500 exclusive designs. And don't forget one of the Retro Network's favorite items, those ugly Halloween sweaters. Check out the brand new designs for 2021 like Scooby-Doo, Pennywise, and Care Bears. Plus, you can now get the ugly Halloween sweater designs on face masks. Click over to HalloweenCostumes.com right now using the Retro Network's promo link in today's show notes and save 20% off one in-stock item now through November 6th, 2021. HalloweenCostumes.com the only place you need to shop this Halloween season. The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! The Retro Network Time Machine has returned for another journey to pop culture past. Your pilots have also returned. Jason and Mickey here. Man, it feels like it's been two weeks since I talked to you. <laughs> I guess it has. Well, actually, well, we've texted and chatted <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Well, how you I been? Typed to each other in passing. Sure, yes. yes. I have been worked to death. Normally, I would follow that up with some things never change, but apparently they are. So, <laughs> yeah, I did see that uh, you got a little change up at work. There's a little change up actually at my office, too, and not quite as uh, dramatic, probably, though. But oh, well, still, I, got a, <laughs> I got a feeling they'll try it for a couple of weeks and be like, oh, no, can't do that. Can't fulfill the orders. Cut back on hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least you have a, a couple of weeks of. Uh, Maybe a little bit extra time at home get to watch some stuff or hang out no. with the family. No, I won't get the, it's still the weekend is the only watch time, but, uh, I just can't imagine this lasting more than one week, but we'll see. Okay. So what else is going on? You just been working this whole time and you had a chance to do anything fun. I leave here and get back 14 hours later. So no, <sighs> not a lot of time for other stuff. <laughs> well, as you know, I have been away uh, traveling and, and enjoying uh, some time off and uh, meeting some of our pals in person for the first time, which was really fun at RetroCon. And I don't know, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about it in after hours or something. I don't want to ramble too much here, but we did have a great time up there and uh, missed you because, man, 
it was just fun digging through all that stuff and we found some stuff yeah mickey would be all over that <laughs> you know <laughs> trying to pick out some things that uh that you would be uh, digging for at retrocon but had a great time it is good to be back though talking to you well i'm glad you had a good time and everybody else i wish i could have been there but you know the reasons the multiple reasons why i couldn't so right i like okay. to say every year maybe next year or actually maybe <laughs> Hopefully, with COVID and stuff, maybe we'll finally get way back weekend in Atlanta this coming year. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be a little bit closer for me within driving distance for you. Yeah, yeah. So we'll keep our fingers crossed uh, on that one. Anything is within driving distance for me. Don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) That, The driving part's not the issue. Yeah gonna say you doing the uh the traveling you know earlier in your working career you'd probably be used to that going to wherever you were needed so maybe we just do our own like little retro network weekend in atlanta you know there's plenty to do there or pick a nice central location Mm -hmm. everybody maybe like nashville would be nice i would do nashville i like nashville you could show you some really fun spots in nashville Spent mm-hmm. a lot of time there through the years. One of my favorite thrift stores is in Nashville. Hmm. I visited there a couple times in passing. So, have you ever been to the American Picker store there in Nashville? I have not. It's pretty cool. Now, it's nothing you'll ever go in there and buy because it's so ridiculously overpriced mm-hmm. because of their fame of the TV show. But, and generally, not a lot of stuff that their target audience would care as much for. I mean, they don't have mm-hmm. like, USS flag or anything in there, but just the old stuff, you know, the old antique stuff, the old mm-hmm. signage and things is really cool. So, yeah, I do like stores like that. The store that I have visited is called the great escape and it's almost like a mini retrocon because you walk in, you've got, uh, several spaces for vinyl and cassettes. You have old magazines and newspapers You've got long boxes of comic books and graphic novels. You've got a whole back wall of toys and action figures. The other wall is just full of video games from all consoles over the years. Even in the way back, they've got some Playboys that you can go back in there and not behind a curtain, but uh, it is well noted that it's (laughs) an adult area. Just everything, man, is there. And I could spend a whole day just in that one store. So much well, fun. Two things. One, if we ever could go to Nashville, that would be fine to go there. But you gotta, you gotta go to Honky Tonk Central and the stage and Tootsie's, BB <laughs> Kings and all that. But yeah. you just mentioned vinyl. Is cassettes once again pushing vinyl out? Because I'm seeing everywhere I look right now online, it's all this cassette stuff. Mm-hmm. As far as how did CDs? we skip eight tracks? How did we skip? I don't. Eight well, tracks? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, eight tracks are still hanging around. I see them all the time at thrift stores and stuff. But but no, no. I'm talking about the the new releases. Like all this stuff is being re released on cassette now. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, I think I put in the the weekend additional retro ramblings last weekend about the, the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack is being re released on cassette this year for the first time <laughs> since way back when. Really where last year it was re-released on vinyl. I'm just wondering, is cassette 
for the second time in vinyl's <laughs> life, pushing it out of the way. I don't know. It could be when we were at uh, the Cybertronic Spree concert, their album was on uh, vinyl and CD and cassette. You could just pick whatever media you want. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty pretty incredible. They had it on all formats. So did you buy any of it? I did not. I should have. I think uh, Kevin bought. I don't know if he bought the cassette or just maybe a CD soundtrack, but he or uh, album. But I, I, he, as, he did buy it. As good as they sound, though, their appeal is visual. I think it's both, man. Well, I know, but still, yeah. it's you lose a lot by not seeing them. That's right. Yeah, I, I do agree. I mean, they're incredible. Just in the uh their performance and you would think being kind of tied down with these huge costumes you wouldn't be able to hit the notes in and you know maneuver your arms the way you should to hit those notes on the guitar or drums or whatever but man they they've sounded incredible every time i've seen them and for anybody unfamiliar you can crazy. go to youtube go to youtube and go to their youtube channel and you can watch some videos and stuff and mm-hmm yeah, they've got good. some some original songs and yeah i posted up some really quick videos for the uh, rediscover the 80s instagram page and i saved that as a story so you can see from last saturday night some of the songs that we're playing but you could probably guess you know it's mainly the transformers the movie soundtrack songs and just cartoon themes and video game themes they played the mortal kombat theme I mean, it was incredible. Uh, they don't, and it's not the same, you know, there's a, a mix of songs that they'll, you're going to get every time, but every time I've seen them, they've changed it up a little bit. They did, uh, and the encore, they did ballroom blitz and Ooh. RC did an incredible job. They threw in Barracuda from heart. So I, that's one of the songs on their YouTube channel that they filmed on zoom with the four panel. Uh, oh, display nice, nice, as nice. a music video during this pandemic it's up on their youtube channel yeah they did it live it was incredible so some great music there we saw saturday night hanging out with the retro network crew wish you could have been there maybe next year we'll keep our fingers crossed yeah you can get out there all right well let's move along with the show i got a few things for uh have you heard here if you want to go through those sure because i uh, haven't had much of a chance to hear much of anything <laughs> this week let me get, I'm just going to start out with some good news here. Have you heard the McRib is returning to McDonald's on November 1st? Ooh, a little early this year. Mm-hmm. That's nice. In a sad, depressed world, we need stuff like that. We need the McRib, absolutely, to just pig out, get messy, enjoy ourselves. So look for that November 1st at McDonald's. Cannot wait. I don't want to uh, step on your toes here. Uh-huh. But have but have you heard that Taco Bell is going to be rolling out chicken wings? <laughs> what? Yes. We don't have menu <laughs> space for the Mexican pizza. But now you got. But wings. here's some chicken wings with some taco seasoning on them, most likely, or something stupid like You're that. You're kidding me. Well, it's they're crediting it to the overwhelming success of that flatbread chicken sandwich thing okay yeah is it a sandwich is it a taco yeah i've seen the commercials i was getting ready to say it's had a good marketing behind Mm -hmm. that you know Mm -hmm. 
but so now they're wanting to test the water since this non-traditional Taco Bell item has done so well to maybe transition into other mainstream fast food items. I'm thinking, no, let's just, let's just not. Hey, let's, here's an idea. Bring back the Cholito and the Mexican pizza. How about that? No kidding. Bring okay. Back the Sorry. classics. No, that's you fine. Were on, you were on food. <laughs> I wanted to throw that in. And I've done it without any curse words. I'm proud of myself. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I've been traveling too, so I haven't been hitting the news up like I probably should have not seen that. So. I don't know. I don't know if I want to try uh, Mexican wings. I guess we'll find out. Uh, have you heard? There's a new limited edition apple pie toast crunch cereal coming since you're the cereal hound. Mm-hmm. They bring it out about once a year. We had it. I, I don't know if it was out last year or not, but we've had it here in the recent year or two. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't didn't think it had been out before. Apple yeah, pie. It's pretty, toast. it's pretty tasty. Well, no, let me take that back. It probably wasn't apple pie. It was just apple toast crunch or something to that. Okay. Apple cinnamon toast crunch. It wasn't labeled apple pie, but it may very well be the same thing. If not, it's probably very similar. Well, if they're doing pies, they should do like pumpkin pie toast crunch. You know, everything is uh pumpkin spice. You might as well just, you know, do a pumpkin flavor. Yeah, no. yep. I mean, it's very close to cinnamon anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you ever a fan of Waffle Crisp? I remember it. Uh, I remember getting it probably a couple times, but don't really have any okay. fond memories of it. I'm going down the wrong uh, path anyway. Uh, what I meant to say was, it's, I don't know, it's been in the last couple of years, the Blueberry Toast Crunch. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it wasn't made by them. It was made by somebody else. And it, wasn't it comes in the bag. Crunch. Yeah. Oh, is it in a bag? No, it was in a box back then. It was in a blue box. Anyway, have you? did you ever try that stuff? We get it. it. it it's still really out good. there. If you go oh, to the it? bagged, the bag cereal, there is a we, blueberry toast crunch or it's like, it's not called toast crunch, but it's some kind of blueberry, whatever. And we will get it every now and again. The kids like it. We can't afford the cereal in the bags. So, we'll <laughs> Hey now, my wife is pretty thrifty. So hey, she, now. she doesn't need a box. All I can she rem- needs is a bag. I can remember when like the Malto Mill cereal was first really getting popular. It was cheap. That stuff now is as expensive as box cereal is. It is. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> get it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've lived on bag cereal. Don't worry about it. I, that was joking. <laughs> All right. But it's hard to collect the bag where I like to collect the box. Right, so yeah, yeah. The boxes. There's like a hazard warning on the back, you know, don't use this, uh, don't pull all over your head, whatever. Yeah, we don't use it as a Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, one more thing for have you heard uh, in the uh, streaming side of things. Roku uh, is launching two new This Old House channels. I didn't even realize Roku did like live channels, but apparently they do. Uh, you remember this old house, Bob Vila? Yeah. <laughs> he, he made a living showing you how to screw stuff up in your house because you could never do it like he done it. Right. I I just remember that being like the first like real home improvement show that we would watch on occasion. It was usually on a Saturday on, I think it was on PBS, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hi, you know, good to have you home again and all that stuff. Anyway, I think that was Bob Vila, this old house. Yeah. yeah, you don't hear enough about Bob Vila these days. 
Well, he's still he, alive. I think he died. See, that's what I'm talking about. I didn't even know he died because we never hear anything about him. Let's see. Oh, he's alive and kicking. 75 years old. Hmm. Uh, maybe Remodeling he's part of the show. This old nursing home coming to <laughs> Roku this fall. <laughs> No, anyway, this is like season 43 of the show. It's still going. I had no idea it was like still on and still uh, going. But um, yeah, you know, Bob Vila, good for him. Uh, but that was the the main thing. Like the Roku channel is, you know, really coming up with uh, some of its own options and everything now. And if it's doing live channels, I need to get my butt over there and check out more stuff, you know. Yeah. I also saw that Roku had... Three new originals coming in October, like horror Halloween themed stuff. And uh, the three are called one is called When the Street Lights Go On, it tells the story of a double homicide in a small Midwestern suburb. Uh, and then you've got uh, 50 States of Fright, which is from Sam Raimi, it's some kind of horror anthology, and then uh, some other sci fi thriller called The Expecting. So Roku, man, they're getting into their own kind of content for Halloween. So, weren't they the ones that bought the uh, Quibi library? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I still need to get on there and check out that uh, Quibi fugitive show that they've done. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to check that out as well. Totally forgot about it. I guess because it was in limbo and all that. But, okay. Well, that's all I had for uh, Have You Heard? And uh, we'll just go ahead and keep on moving along with the show. Where are we going this week, man? Have you heard that Taco Bell should bring back the Mexican pizza? I have heard that once or twice. We need to get that trending on social media. Everybody put it on your MySpace page later. <laughs> I'll make a GeoCities website. Oh, man, I miss GeoCities. <laughs> I miss Angel Fire in GeoCities. And what was the other one? Tripod. I had a tripod site for a while. <laughs> Those were the days. Frames. And, and I was in uh stuff. Oh. I was in Goodwill uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, and I actually found an AOL CD, you know, with the free hours on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were charging a dollar for it. <laughs> well, I've got so one. appreciated in value. <laughs> I've got one in my retro museum because everything in my personal retro museum is you know, like a portrait in time. Mm-hmm. And and that certainly deserves a place. And uh, when you're looking back at time. So but you asked where we're going this week. I don't really know where we'll land because we're doing another round of our IMDB whatever we call this thing where <laughs> we throw an actor or actress at each other and we try to guess what the four films that IMDB picks that they are known for. And the last time we done this, we had some surprising results. Yes. But to me, the real fun is picking people to throw at you, not trying to stump you, but to generate some conversation. You're There's right. Yeah. One or two here that I've got that I, I mean, I've got a big list. I don't know how many will do, but there's one or two on it that it just, I'm interested to see what you would think they picked for these people. Okay. I'm anxious. I had fun with the last one. So I think we did maybe two or three, like, pretty well-known actors and then we did an actress and maybe a lesser known one. So we can maybe kind of follow along those lines this, this time around. So 
All right, well, let's jump in the time machine and we'll head back to the past and play our IMDb game. All right, here we are. We're floating around in time, ready to uh, plug an actor into our IMDb game here. I can't remember who went first last time, but uh, I can't either. But you're going to go first this time, and I'm going to throw you. <laughs> okay, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Okay. Well, let's see. We got to do Beverly Hills Cop. We've got to do Coming to America. Um. Let's do Harlem Nights. And the Nutty Professor. Well, you got two. The Nutty Professor and Coming to America. Nutty Professor's first. Not Beverly Hills Cop. No, no Beverly Hills Cop. And none of uh, which this one should have been easy. When you hear it, you'll realize it. Shrek. Where he was the voice of okay. Donkey. Mm-hmm. And then Dream Girls. Don't know how that what? is in the list with everything else he done. Maybe it's because it's Beyonce's in there. Maybe. So the Nutty Professor coming to America, Dream Girls, and Shrek. How could you not put Beverly Hills Cop in there? Um, I, I don't know. Or even, I'm surprised that some actors who are still doing some name stuff that their newer stuff is not here, like coming to America. Mm-hmm. You know, the sequel. I, I don't get why you would think some of that newer stuff that's been out and highly promoted over like the last year or so would be in some of these lists, but we haven't seen that so far. Yeah. I, I don't even know what else, uh, you know, he's done some stinkers, I guess 48 hours you could put in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe trading places. I mean, well, there's still good ones out there, but Delirious and Raw were both promoted as movies. You know, those comedy specials. Right. So even something like that could have yeah. possibly made the list. But Okay. Well, I got two for that. Let's see. I'm gonna let's see. What am I gonna do here to lead things off? Let's do a big name. Let's do uh Johnny Depp. Ooh. Well, Pirates of the Caribbean, I would think, would have to be one of them. Uh, it's hard to tell a lot of what he's done. He was in that, uh, is it The Village? Is that the name of the movie he was in? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's multiple uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, but I'm just going to go with the Curse of the Black Pearl. Um. What's Eating Gilbert Grape and Edward Scissorhands. Okay, so you said uh, Pirates. Yeah, Curse of the Black Pearl. Gilbert Grape. What was your other one? Edward Scissorhands. Scissorhands. And I think that movie was The Village, maybe. It may be a different title. Okay. Maybe I should have went with Donnie Brasco, but I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm going to switch out that village, maybe, because I'm not sure what the name of that one was with Donnie Brasco. It didn't matter. Okay. You you got one out of four. One out of four. I got pirates, didn't I? You got pirates. Yeah. The other ones they have are Sweeney Todd. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, shoot. I should have got that one. Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Dang it. I should have got that, too. I forgot that was him. And they took Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. That's not even the, the sequel. That's the third one, I think. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I just watched a very good movie with him in it that I had not seen before. A new movie on the plane. And we'll talk about it in after hours. Okay. Because uh, it was it was really good. Uh, yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know <laughs> what they were thinking with hmm. putting in the third one in there. Well, my know? personal favorite Johnny Depp movie is Donnie Brasco. He does a great job as Joe Pistone, the undercover FBI agent who infiltrated the mm-hmm. mob. So that was a really good movie. I need to, <laughs> uh, I need to put that on my need to watch list. And here's a little confession. It's not a retro confession, but I loved the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Can't really make it through the second one. And because of that, that's the only two I've seen. Okay. I like the second one. I don't, I don't mind that one too much uh, with the squid beard there. The third one was a little rougher. The fourth one was actually pretty good. I remember liking that one better, at least than the stranger tides. Yes. Yes. So there's only, is there four or is there five? I really don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, if there's a fifth one, I don't think I've seen that one, but the, yeah, the fourth one was a lot better than the third one, the way they wrapped up that kind of trilogy with the girl and, uh, what's his face there? Legolas. <laughs> I, I name actors from what they were in other movies. I don't know. Do you ever do that? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway. Like seal that girl from the Batman movie. Yep. Yeah, sung that song. Um, Here's another big name, Kurt Russell. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, Kurt Russell. Okay. Um, Kurt Russell. All right, we've... Uh, let's go with... Uh, I don't know, there's so, there's so many. Right. Um, I'm going to say... Since I guess since IMDb is going all over the place, uh, we'll say Tango and Cash. Uh, let's say Overboard. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. And Soldier. I don't know. You got zero. <laughs> Crap. Wow. <laughs> So this is the first one I've seen that uh, features some of their recent stuff. Okay. And, and some older stuff, but. All right. Let the... me guess. Let me guess. Uh, okay. The Christmas Chronicles. No. No. Okay. No. The Hateful Eight, which he was great in. Quentin Tarantino film. Samuel L. Jackson. Seen Western. that one. Uh, Executive Decision. Oh. 1996. That's one of my favorites of his. Maybe the favorite. I should have. I didn't even think of that one. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Oh, gosh. And this is the one that blows my mind. Fast 8. No. Or 7. Escape from L.A. Not Escape from New York, but Escape from L.A. 
Wow. Wow. Didn't even take the first one. No. Yeah. I was trying to think of some earlier ones and that didn't come to mind either. This is where IMDB does a huge disservice. Some person, let's say my oldest daughter, 16, right? She's not Mm. grown up watching Kurt Russell movies. Maybe she watches the Christmas Chronicles and thinks he's good and goes to IMDB. Let's see what else he's done. And she ends up watching Escape from L.A. IMDB should should realize they have a bigger responsibility in life to young viewers than to suggest that over Escape from New York. That's That's insane. insane. I I think we're due for another Snake Plissken movie. Uh, Why not, man? Why not? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I was trying to go off the wall there and they were even more off the wall. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All right. So no points for me. Let's see. Who do I want to go with on my next pick? Let's do Bruce Willis. Since you're on the uh, kind of action star kick here. We'll go with Die Hard. Uh, of course, there's so many of those, it's hard to tell which one they would pick. Because, like you say, they've been all over the map. I mean, if they're going to go with Escape from L.A., I mean, they could go with <laughs> Die Hard 19 or something. Uh, so I'm going to go with Die Hard. Uh, what was that new movie he was in with uh, M. Night Shama, Shambhala, whatever his name Shambhala is. Ding Dong. Uh, shoot. Trilogy of superhero movies. Uh, I'll leave that out because I can't think of what it was called. Uh, gosh, I'm not a big Bruce Willis fan. So, Die Hard, The Whole Nine Yards. Um, Armageddon. And Die Hard with Vengeance. You got one. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time a TV show has cracked into our top four. Oh, really? Did they put moonlighting on there? They did. Wow. (laughs) I forgot that TV was an option. Well, if TV is an option, why wasn't 21 Jump Street on Johnny Depp's? It should have been, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was when he broke out, essentially. But his movies are uh, Die Hard. Well, Moonlighting, the TV series, The Sixth Sense. Oh yeah, forgot forgot about that one. And Pulp Fiction. Oh, I should. Mm. I wouldn't have thought of that though, man. I'd go stab myself in the heart with a, an adrenaline needle. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, yeah. Travolta like, and Samuel L. Jackson yeah. are the two you think about from that. But all the other big name actors had about equal parts. So right, it's not like he I had some kind of standout shit. role. But no, but I could see that, you know, being on any of those people's IMDb, I could see that. So shame on me for forgetting that Bruce Willis played Butch and and the whole scene with the Gimp and everything. My gosh, that's that's one of the best scenes in movie history. <laughs> all right, so we're tied up. We got two piece. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I'm gonna throw you my third big, my third big one, and then I'll do my actress next time. Okay. Here's my third big one: Robert De Niro. 
Bob De Niro. Okay. Let's say Raging Bull's got to be on there. I would think Taxi Driver has to be on there. We'll say Casino. And Heat. You got two. You got Raging Bull and Taxi Driver. It's the other uh, two then. Cape Fear and the Deer Hunter. Okay. I'm really right. surprised Meet the Parents or one of Meet the Fockers or one of those from that series is not on there. Yeah, those were those were pretty large, pretty box office, those movies. All yeah. however many they did. I've seen the first one and that's it. I haven't seen any I think was there one sequel or two? I don't know. I know. But, well, uh, let's see. There was Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, and then I thought there was one maybe with a baby or something. But okay, yeah, Cape Fear. I can see that. I don't know those. Well, he's done. A, he's just done a lot too, man. It's hard yeah, to. Yeah. There, there's, there's way more right answers than wrong answers for somebody <laughs> right, like yeah. the Gennaro. Like Heat, that would be that would. You could replace any of these movies with Heat, and nobody would really complain. Yeah, the analyze this, analyze that. Those were pretty, pretty big for, you know, him being a, the star. And Ronan, have you seen Ronan? No, I wanted to back in the day. I think you should still check it out. It's, uh, I watched it within the last couple of years, and I thought it held up pretty well. It's a pretty good movie. All right, uh, so I got three. Another big one here. Managed to pull out a couple points on that one. Um, let's see. Let's do. Uh, let's do Harrison Ford. Hmm. Oh man, he's done so many like trilogies and stuff that it's hard to tell which ones they will pick for him. Oh gosh. If there's any sequels in here. Huh. I'm going to see if there's any sequels in here. I haven't even looked at the list yet. Well, I'm yet. just going to go with the ones that it should be. So it should be Star Wars. It should be Indiana Jones or Raiders of the Lost Ark, I guess I should say. Um, Patriot Games. And I'm just going to throw your favorite in there. Throw you a bone with Air Force One. You got two. Damn. You got Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Star Wars. The other two they chose were The Fugitive. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. And Witness from 1985. Hmm. Which is an underrated movie, I think. I really like Witness. I'm not sure I'm familiar. That's where he... uh, He's the cop and he goes in hiding... Or no, there's a little boy that witnesses a murder and he uh, protects him and it's an Amish boy. So he has to live with the Amish uh, while these other people are still at large. And then they find him and he's got to protect the Amish people. Hmm. It's pretty good. If you've never seen it or haven't seen it in a while, still kind of holds up. Kelly McGillis also in that. And... Is it Danny Glover? I think it's Danny Glover is the other cop in there. 
Uh, I think he was up, or I don't, he was probably nominated for an award for that. I think that's why it's so high up on the list. So, but yeah, gosh, I mean, Air Force One, there's, you could throw a bunch in there. Uh, K-19, The Widowmaker, the, the submarine movie, have you seen that one? No, I know what it is, I've not seen it. That's, that's pretty good. I, yeah, I would think one of the Jack Ryans would, you know. I wouldn't have a problem switching that out with well, witness or something, but yeah, you would think it should be represented. Blade Runner is another one he's kind of known for yeah. as well. But okay, now we're up to our actress here. Yep, actress time. Nicole Kidman. Ooh, okay. Let's see, Nicole Kidman. Hmm. Trying to think of uh, She hasn't been Well I don't know I'm Trying to think of some newer ones maybe Could be in there uh, Batman Forever No uh, <laughs> Let's see The um, Oh what's that one Shoot the, Back in the 90s That was just a Huge at the rental store Um Now oh, I'm blanking on it. Um, let's say, well, she was big with Tom. Let's say Eyes Wide Shut. Never seen that. Um, what the hell's the name of that movie back in the 90s where she was a leading role? Damn, I'm blanking. I got put Batman Forever in my head and now it's sitting there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> eyes wide shut. Oh, the uh, that musical. Um, Moulin Rouge. Say that. She was. Uh, wasn't she Aquaman's mother? We'll say Aquaman. <laughs> I, I'm blanking. There's another one from the 90s that I should know. That uh, I can't think of right now. That would be my fourth pick if I could think of it. I'm done. Okay, you're done. Well, yeah. you got Moulin Rouge. Okay. And I, I didn't know it when I picked this name, but this was really unfair because there was nothing to die for. 2000. To die for. That's, That's it. a good movie. That's a good movie, but it's not on the list. Okay. okay. There's nothing on here from before 2000. None of her Tom Cruise movies. Really? Really? Yeah, that, I was expecting like having to pick between some of the Tom Cruise movies, but no. So you got Moulin Rouge. You've got The Hours from 2002. Rabbit Hole from 2010. And Dog Dogville from 2003. So, yeah, this was a wow. little. I mean, like they even left out the classic Bewitched movie. I mean, <laughs> what are these people thinking? <laughs> to Die yeah, For was a really good a... movie, though. Was that an M. Night What's-His-Face movie? Which one? The Hours. Is that what I'm thinking of? I don't know. Maybe not. No, I'm looking at it now. No, that's not what was, I was thinking. Uh, was Joaquin Phoenix in To Die For? Uh, I, I think, the I think so. Fell for looked like him if it wasn't him. I mean, I've not watched it since way back then. I haven't either. That's uh, <clears throat> let's, let's click on over. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix was in it. Okay, so yeah, so yeah. he was the student who fell. And for Matt it. Matt Dillon, yeah. Gosh, it's been a while. I'm gonna have to pull that up and watch it. Okay, 
So I got one more to the total here. Oh, uh, let's see. What actress should I give Mickey? Let's do Kim Basinger. Oh, gosh. I'm not a Kim Basinger person. You want another one then? I'm not even, yeah, I'm not even sure what movies that she has been in, period. Okay. Um, how about Gina Davis then? <laughs> no? I know one movie she was in. <laughs> okay. Uh, Meg Ryan. Strike three. Uh, <laughs> You're out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let me see <laughs> who else is on my list here. Uh, Demi Moore. Okay. We'll we did that. Bruce Willis. Yeah, we'll do Demi Moore. Ooh, that's a tough one, too. Um, Ghost. Charlie's Angels 2. My, one of my personal favorites, Strip Tease. And G.I. Jane. You got three out of four. Ooh. Three out of four. I missed Strip Tease, didn't I? Strip Tease is not on the list. Yeah, it's I didn't think so. G.I. Jane. Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, Ghost, and Indecent Proposal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I just watched that in the last year. Wasn't as good as I remembered it being. I don't think I've ever seen it. That's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good Robert Redford movie, actually. His character and his portrayal was more interesting than Woody Harrelson or Demi, Demi Moore's characters or their <laughs> portrayals. So, uh. I would, uh, I might put like a few good men in there. I love that movie. Um, and see, I threw out the, it. I threw out the Charlie's Angels movie, not because I think it belongs on the list, but because I thought IMDb would put it on the list after the mm-hmm. other stuff we've heard tonight. <laughs> I mean, really well, good, call, good call on that. Yeah. All right. All For right. my kind of off the wall pick here. I'm going to let you pick door number one or door number two. Okay. Because I've got two that I can't decide between. I mean, you get to pick. I'm not going to tell you who's behind which okay. door. Okay. All right. Pick. All right. We'll just take uh, door number one then. Oh, okay. Let me pull him up here. And I haven't looked either at these two. I just, I picked two as an off the wall one. This is going to be news to me as well. Randy Quaid. Oh, okay. Randy Quaid. Okay. Well, now which <laughs> which vacation or both do you put him in there? Where was he? I think he was in European. Uh, okay. We'll say we'll say the original vacation. Um. Oh God, he's been in a lot of things too. Let's say Independence Day. Um, Independence Day. I've got a flyer. I'm thinking. Let's try. Uh, let's try Hard Rain. I love him in that one. Um, <laughs> let's see. It's hard to. Once I think about Cousin Eddie, I'm just stuck on Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. Uh, gosh, it could be Vegas vacation. I mean, 
You had a pretty big part in that too. Or you could do like uh, Christmas Vacation Two, something stupid like that. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'll just say there's two vacation movies. We'll say Vegas Vacation and the original Vacation, and then Hard Rain and Independence Day. Well, you got Independence Day, and that was it. Really? Okay. Yes, I'm disappointed because Christmas Vacation I think is his most iconic role, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. With Independence Day being second, but not really a close second. But we've also got Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> this I've next, never, never seen it. Me either. And this, I've never seen this next one, but it just blows my mind that this is on the list. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Speaking of Eddie Murphy from earlier. Wow. And Days of Thunder, which is probably my yeah, third okay. favorite role of his. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to click over here. That's surprising they didn't do any of the vacation. Yeah. Now, in the photos, the first photo is from uh, Vegas Vacation. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And yeah. we've talked about Hard Rain on these shows before. That's still such a good movie. Oh, gosh. I love That's it. one of the movies that I've added to my list of, I can just start it, you know, just a comfort movie or while mm-hmm. I'm doing something, going to bed, whatever. It, I can put hard rain on and be happy. Matter of fact, I might do that when I go to bed tonight, <laughs> which is not far off. I'm just kind of scrolling through his list to see if there might be anything else he'd plug in there. Maybe now, something like uh, Kingpin, you know, yeah, that's yeah, kind of that's a flyer. A yeah. I wouldn't put it on a list like this, but he was really good in the Wraith as the sheriff yeah. trying to figure out what was going on. I hadn't watched that movie until about two years ago. I just popped it in. Everybody was talking about it one day online. I'm going to watch it tonight finally. And, yeah. eh, you know, I don't have the nostalgia for it that a lot of people do. Yeah, well, but... I watched it not long after it first came out. It was a movie that when we had the black box years ago, it was on at some point every week, either on Cinemax, Showtime, the movie channel, HBO, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, and if there was, of course, you got to think our local cable, small town cable, we had like 36 channels, which is a lot. But for cable, it's not. But we had the black box with those channels. So odds were good that you weren't going to find too much on that was that you'd rather watch than the Wraith at any given time. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that movie or parts of that movie. I've probably only watched it from beginning to end in one sitting, probably only twice. But okay. I've seen parts of that movie like 30 times in my life. Yeah. But the the show, uh, the podcast, The Rewatchables, that they do on the Ringer Network, is about movies that when you're flipping channels and you see it's on, you can stop and just start rewatching from any point. To me, that's kind of like the Wraith. I could, there's about 10 different scenes that if I come across it flipping channels, I would stop and be like, oh, oh, it's the scene where this happens. And you watch it for 10 minutes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So. Okay. Uh, let's see who we going to end with here. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> All right. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you a choice. I'll give you a, a door one and door two here. I'm not sure which one I want to do. Well, you took door one, so I'll take door number two. Okay. We're going to do uh, Hulk Hogan. Oh. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Uh, well, he's not 
starred in a whole lot. So I'm going to go with No Holds Barred. Oh, wow. There's a real deep cut here. Real, no, real deep. No Holds Barred. Suburban Commando. Those were his two big starring vehicles. Um, uh, would Mr. Nanny make the cut? Uh, I'll do Mr. Nanny and Gremlins 2. See, I was thinking Gremlins 2 was a really deep cut, but uh, it's on the list. Oh, no, it's not a deep cut for him because that was a great scene. He stands up in the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> you got three out of four. Ah. You missed an obvious one, I think. No Holds Barred, Suburban Commando, Gremlins 2, and Rocky 3. Oh, crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to think of what few starring roles he had. I figured they would have went mm-hmm. with those, but but I should have, even with that logic, I should have picked Rocky Three before Gremlins Two. For that <laughs> right, last right. Thing. So, yeah, I was like, wow. I mean, and he good. played himself essentially in Gremlins Two. So you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, he had a couple of those other ones. I didn't think that. Uh, what was that TV show that he had after Nitro? Thunder and. Uh, yeah, I didn't think anything like that would make the cut. But Well, if I'd have thought, I would have picked one of the made-for-TV movies that he'd done, like Assault on Devil's Island. Um, of course, the Thunder in Paradise started as a two-hour TV movie that they done a syndicated series mm-hmm. off of after that. Surprise Thunder in Paradise in one of its forms didn't make it. Or uh, Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain. From the late 90s that he was in <laughs> Yeah Alright Well you kicked my butt this time Or the Old Spice Post commercials he done in the <laughs> Yes Anything else would be uncivilized Yeah I went So what down was to... the score? <laughs> it was uh, 10 to 6 I won? You won, yep I... Wow. Those I last two, man, you pulled three out of four. Oh, okay uh, So I <laughs> My the best I could do in my rounds was two this time. So you were best at predicting the wackiness that is IMDB and their choices. I uh, tried to tell you, I'm good at coming from behind. <laughs> All right, well we're gonna end our now, IMDB show. Yes. Every time I pick door number two, it's usually a winner. <laughs> well, it held up this time. You didn't even actually need to get any right on that. <laughs> that last turn to win But you did So congratulations We will move on now We'll jump back at the time machine Head back to the present day Tell you what's coming up in After Hours tonight All right, well, we hope you enjoyed our journey through time with our IMDb game. Congrats to Mick for pulling that one out. Uh, If there was a certain actor that uh, you want to chime in on and maybe some of the picks that uh, IMDb chose, tell us this week over there on Twitter, at Tier on Social. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we invite you to subscribe to the Retro Network Time Machine and check out all of our uh, network podcasts. The easiest way to connect is just going over to our website, theretronetwork.com forward slash podcasts and there are links there to pretty much check out every show on the network 
and that includes our VIP exclusive shows like After Hours, which we will be dropping an episode later tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern. And what are we going to be talking about, Mick? Well, before I say that, I think we do a good show with After Hours every week. I think there's been some really fun episodes and stuff, and it's a shame a larger audience don't get to experience. But with that said, Jason told you how you can hear the show, but uh, tonight, as you're listening to this, it's early October, so we're going to take a look at the highlights of the October Retro Streaming Guide, all the new retro shows and movies coming to all the streaming services in October. Excellent. I would love to know. Discuss some of this stuff. And we typically do our uh, What Are You Watching segment over there as well, and we can talk about some things that we've been watching lately. I wrote a few things down here. so. And as a special bonus, since we were doing IMDB, it's time for another round of the IAFD. What are they known for? <laughs> okay. Jason really enjoys. Oh, gosh. For those of you who know what it is that's coming, I will say we're going to do it at the end of the episode. That way you're not, if you're listening with somebody else, and we'll give a, a quick, hey, it's that time before we get to that part of the okay. show. Okay. All right. Well, join us later tonight over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Retro Network for a brand new After Hours. Uh, if not, we will be back here next week. Jason for Mickey, and we will see you in time. Hold on, I'm about to sneeze. Oh, goodness. I think it went away. <clears throat> Not Beverly Hills Cop. No, hold on. Sneeze. <laughs> this has been a presentation of the Retro Network.